Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing. Before we get into it, I want to give a very special shout out to the Bridge app for sponsoring this episode. If you're an independent artist and you haven't checked out Bridge, you have got to get on it because Bridge is the world's first matching platform for music creators powered by psychology. So unlike other matching sites, Bridge takes into consideration not only your location, but also your personality and your skill set. Bridge is designed to get to know you as an artist and match you with other collaborators that will make great songs with you. So Cara Diaguardi, who you might know as a Grammy-nominated songwriter, she co-founded this project to bridge the gap between you and other artists and really break down the walls in the music industry. Bridge is building a strong community of creators, and their beta app is launching this month. So go check them out on Instagram. It's at Bridge app. Bridge has two eyes so that you can be up to date whenever that app launches. This is a safe, empowered community where the creators are in control. So again, go check them out. It's at Bridge App on Instagram. Now, without further ado, we've got some catching up to do. I am so stoked to share with you guys that I have accepted a new job offer. And because of this, I am going to be taking some time away from Music You're Missing. I'm still going to devote time to it. It just won't be, uh, you know, my my full-time job anymore, which is kind of crazy um, <laughs> to, to think. But in that interim time of while I'm adjusting to the new role, I am still going to be rolling out episodes of Music You're Missing. Um, I just wanted to use this time to kind of chat with artists that I've already connected with online and chat with them more personally and informally about just their experience as an independent artist. Because I know just from an independent podcaster and and running music you're missing, how many hats that I have to wear. And I can only imagine, you know, what it is for an independent artist. So that's kind of what these episodes are going to be. It's going to be more about um, their career and and the work that goes in behind the scenes. So like I said, it's only going to be a few episodes like this um, in the comfort of my own basement while I one quarantine and two adjust to this new role. Um, so I'm excited to bring it to you. You're going to see me in a new light and you're going to see these artists in a new light. Um, and today I'm actually bringing you one of my favorite independent artists. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, his name is Haji Gaviota. Haji is so legit between his music, his social media, his PR, just everything about him screams established artists, yet he is completely independent and he is also a substitute teacher while pursuing his music career. And the thing is, is this man is traveling from LA to New York to to do a bunch of work. So he's really into the industry. Um, and I feel like we're catching him at a really cool moment because I feel like 2022 is going to be an amazing year for him and he deserves it. So I'm so excited to get him on the line. If you haven't listened to his music yet, head over to the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist because not only is his gorgeous face on the cover, but we added some of our favorite Haji tracks to the playlist. So go check him out and you know i'm gonna stop talking now let's get haji on the line thank you for having me on i'm, I'm a big fan of everything you guys do so yeah oh my gosh of course i really appreciate it um so where are you you're in houston i'm in houston texas yeah what are we doing there are we celebrating the holidays yeah so my dad's my dad's brother and you know like my uncle and his wife and kids live here so i'm here for the holidays Dope. I have been to Houston yeah. once. Um, honestly, horrible, horrible experience, but not <laughs> not because of the town. Um, they were I, the, the people I visited were very Texas, and I'm very uh, East Coast. Uh, yeah, they brought me to a yeah. gun range. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I haven't done anything too far in that direction. Um, we're pretty. This is a this is an East Coasters living in Texas kind of house. Yes, so yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Sure. It, it looks uh, a little bit more mellow than when I was there. You, have you gone yeah, to a Bucky's yet? Mellow. 
Yeah, actually, I wish I was wearing it. I mean, my dad's intentionally, because we were in Austin for like two, three days. Um, we intentionally stopped at a Bucky's on the way back so we could both get Bucky's hats. Dude, insane. I have a Bucky's hat. I'm not wearing it. I wish it was it's like in the car or something. Was that but, your first yeah. time there? It was my first time at Bucky's, yeah. I had no clue like, what it was. Me neither. It was like a Bucky's superstore. It, it was like really, the size of like a Walmart. It, t- it took it me so long shit. to understand that people... <laughs> like that like that that not that they yeah, like no, it, that was a thing it's so much space i don't know what to do with myself yeah and it's like that. at the end of the day what are you getting there you're just getting fudge and red bull you know yeah and maybe some gas um anyways wild. i feel like i feel like you're traveling a bunch uh is it for work a lot or is it so just kind of i was in i was in la for definitely for work um earlier this month and then this is for i mean this is for fun Okay. For funsies, for family stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I was in I was in LA for work. So tell me about these travels. When you when you travel for work, you're an independent artist. Is this something that you have to support yourself, or these decisions that you make? Oh, or a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I work I work as a substitute teacher uh, at a high school in the Bronx, um, and I have a very good relationship with like the administration at the school. I actually used to be a full time teacher there. Um, and so, so I have a good connection there and they're super cool. And so they understand what it is that I do. So they're like, if you need to go for like two weeks, just, just go ahead. You know, like, I don't have like, I don't have paid time off, but I could just be off whenever I want. Yeah, so yeah. because of that, I'm able to like schedule and be like, okay, I'm going to go to LA and just work on stuff for a week. Or, you know, I can take a day off to shoot a video or really whatever I need. Um, so they're super cool with that. But yeah, I, I have managers who help with, you know, you should do this. You should try this. You should, you know, but besides that, it's just me and them. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. Cause I feel like, you know, a lot of fans or whoever might come across your music, they don't get to necessarily uh, see the experience behind it, that you do have to <laughs> like be self-sustainable and make these moves yourself. Cause who are these people that you're going to see? Are these people you've met online? Do we know them from? It's a mix of that. It's a mix of that. I'm definitely very like, I will make friends on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of that, I've definitely met people in real life that I just like met the internet first. It's like a pretty solid amount of people like that. That's even how I met my managers, but they managed an artist that I met on the internet. So like, it's just all kind of stuff like that. Um, and so that makes it a lot easier. Uh, and then it's always just like friend of a friend kind of stuff too. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's mostly just the internet, man. The internet is crazy. You can just yeah. do so many things on there. You know, it, it's weird. It took me kind of a, a minute to realize that that's just kind of how the industry is, whether you're in front of the scenes or like behind the scenes, people mm-hmm. really love to connect with you and, and like to be your friend online. And I'm not like that at all. I know, like, mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> I'm like a personality now. So I, I kind of have yeah. to. But it's weird. Like, I mean, I'm in grad school at Berkeley and people will be like from across the country. will be like, oh, I'm going to be in Boston next week. Do you want to meet up? And I'm like, not not necessarily, to be honest. I don't know you. <laughs> But like it's kind of I've definitely had I've definitely had people like that where like I feel like this is, it just takes like a little bit of like conversation with you on the internet and yeah. I'll be more like and if I see you like know somebody that I know and have met and like then it's like all right I, I would meet you and and assume that you're gonna be cool you know yeah yeah you can um, do something I don't think I've ever really been I've never really been like truly like damn I should not have met this person yeah um it'll probably happen at some point it's just kind of part of the game yep. but uh, i've had i've had pretty good experiences meeting people on the internet so that's good yeah no no i don't, I don't think i've had bad experiences like that either um but i'll have to I'll have to keep you in the loop if i do because it's definitely about yeah that. for sure 
Um, it, will. You, it will happen to both of us. I want to talk to you about being a substitute teacher. So something I feel like yeah. people don't know about me either is that when I, so out of college, I worked in mm-hmm. radio and then COVID, they fired me. And in that interim, I was an assistant teacher at a middle school. Nice. Middle school is tough, man. <laughs> they, that's honestly, that's though, the grade I'd always avoid. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm like a big kid myself. I'm sure you probably say that too when people ask you about working with kids. Thousand percent. Yeah. I want to know though, like, do they humble you or do they hype you up? It's 50 50. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've had kids say like, really funny things to me before. I'm just like, yeah, like, um, but then I've also had kids be like, yo, I love your music. So it goes both ways. Um, but yeah, it's just like being around like super energetic kids. Like, I think one thing that it does that humbles me in a way is they're not like, oh, your music is trash or anything. Like, I've never, I don't think I've ever really gotten that, but I have gotten like kids, kids just don't care. They just don't yeah. care. And you know, you spend so much time as an artist, like invested in like this whole thing. And it's just like, you know, just like it really doesn't matter. <laughs> so these like 15 year old kids just literally don't care. Like, does not matter what you're doing. Does I could get on Lorem that day and, like, be on my laptop. Like, I got on Pigeons and Planes, and then it's just, like, I got a room of 30 kids in front of me who just do not care about Dude. that. Like, they're not. They're, like, I don't know what that is. That's cool. What about No, I, I, I feel that the same like, way. They just don't care. It's honestly <laughs> nice to have that, though, because no one else in my yeah. life is giving me that. And I'm sure, you know, you don't have yeah. people that are just naysaying you. You kind of It kind of helps even you out a little bit. It's nice, yeah, because it's not like a naysayer, like, oh, your music sucks, you'll never make it, kind of yeah. naysayer, which is kind of whack. It's more of like, a, yeah, like the world keeps spinning, and like, if you didn't drop that thing you've been sitting on, like, people would just kind of go on with yeah. their lives, and it's just kind of like, all right, true, you know, it really makes you make sure you really want to do it, which is cool. Um, just makes you, you know, think a lot about, like, intentions and stuff, and just, you know, trying to do things the best you can, and all that. Yeah, I find it. I find it to be cool. It's very grounding. It's very like uh, brings you back to like the real world because the music, like the music industry, is not the real world at all. So it's no, like, no, it know. really isn't. I actually let's let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. What it, has there yeah. been an experience? <laughs> has there been an experience for you where you're like, oh damn, like this is just so far removed from what I thought it was going to be? Well, for sure. I feel like if I ever hang out with people like my friends who like aren't in the music industry is like the stuff they listen to is like so different from like what all the people in the industry they'll be like oh yeah this guy's next up you know like people in the industry and stuff and it's like they've been next up in the industry for like four or five years and my yeah. friends either just found out who they are or like have no idea who they are and like that's totally fine that's like just the path of like the way things work you know or it's like you know there'll be artists who have been like like sales you know like i love sales i booked sales when i was in college like it was like 2017 2016 right and so it's like they've had this giant TikTok moment now, like twice, I think, really. And so it's like the people there are like, yeah, I found this new band called Sales. It's like I organized a show that you didn't go to five years ago. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like things are like you're so tapped into this music world. And like it's like everything you live and breathe. You listen to like so much new stuff every day. And like it's just like, you know, most people just don't. <laughs> yeah so, no that that's so yeah, true just, lately i've been yeah. getting a lot of people they've been like yo you gotta listen to grizz i was like i've i know i've been listening to Grizz <laughs> for like a decade like everyone has been you're the one or even when um who is uh glass animals got the grammy nom yeah the glass animals one. yeah i guess that was kind of controversial people people knew that they were around a little bit but yeah like the it's funny how there's almost like two sides of the industry it's like what the the public no, sure. the mainstream and and the the cool kids i guess 
exactly. It's like so different. So how does it feel? Because I feel like something that, you know, a lot of people so like, all right, first off, answer this question for me. Like, wh- what would you, where are you in your career? Would you say like, are you at the beginning or at the middle? Like I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the beginning. I'm very much at the beginning. I think me. And so I've, I've been like releasing music as Haji Gaviota on like Spotify since like 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's been about three years, which feels like, a, like an eternity in music. But, um, I was a full-time high school teacher for like a year and a half of that. So I've only really been like full on doing this for like two years, like where this is really my job. And then it's like you make the stuff and then it comes out a year after that. And then you're making stuff that comes up next year. So, you know, it's like, I still am in the infancy stages of like doing all that kind of stuff. I just like started working with managers who were legit. I just started like, you know, talking to like booking agents and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, very 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 early yeah. uh, which is cool i like it you know there's only so many so many places you can go and, and i like definitely like thinking long term about like what i would want to do in music like i see myself like pushing my artist thing as far as they can take it and even just in the artist stage it's like in, in its infancy but then after that you know i want to get into producing for other artists writing for other artists and even like business side stuff maybe so it's like at that point it's like i've barely barely started you know yeah. like I haven't even scratched the surface so I, I see myself being pretty early on which is cool I like yeah it. you know it's funny you say that because it's it's true i mean you definitely are at the early stages of your career but at the same time you know you are still having these conversations with people like you're you know you're talking to booking agents you have managers and that yeah. really is a huge next step um mm-hmm. I, i've always say too, like you know if an artist who has absolutely nothing out there you know has a huge moment on tiktok and all of a sudden people want to book them people want to do that and that if they don't already have that set up then they can't take advantage of that that opportunity that's coming their way yeah, I'm thankful for, like, slower growth. Like, I've had, like, a pretty, like, because artists have, like, very, like, exponential growth a lot of times. Like, yeah. basically since my first, like, because my first song that did, that got on, like, a Spotify editorial, it was on an editorial for, like, a week in, like, 2018. And that kind of, like, kickstarted my whole thing. I think I've had a, like, that was an exponential growth because I went mm-hmm. from, like, nothing to, like, okay, some people are listening. And then from there, it was, like, everything from there has been, like, linear. It's good. That's cool because, like, it's still growing. It's not growing in like, a, oh, my God, this thing just exploded. Now everybody's like running over. And, you know, it's just kind of like a continuous like this, which is nice because yeah. I wasn't really making music until I was I'm 26. Now, I just in 26. So I wasn't really making music until I was like 21, 22. So it's like I have so much to learn. So I'm glad that things have been like this because I've learned so much about like what I can do musically, the things that I need to learn how to do musically, like gotten so much experience writing stuff it's like i i'm really grateful because i feel like i can do a lot more now than i could have been and it's like if i had a moment when i was like 23 and versus now it's like i would be way more able to capitalize it now on it now than 100 so i'm super thankful for that and if you the 23 year old me would be like what the fuck why is this not happening but it's yeah. like it, it, it's way better this way that's that's <laughs> it actually does take such... a lot of patience though it does take a lot of for patience sure. that i did have to like work all, an entire job at the same time and, like, oh yeah it really makes you like you know i had to like skip a lot of like you know like early post-college like friends going out to brunch and getting drunk every saturday like i was in the studio you know it's like that's just like a sacrifice that i had to make um and it's a small one if you really want to do this so no but <laughs> i i totally understand it and those are sacrifices it's it's kind of uh 
it, it's bothersome because you don't necessarily reap the benefits right away, but in the long run, they mm-hmm. really do pay off that you set the foundation so early on. A thousand, um, ten thousand percent. And so brief, I don't even know if you remember, but I, I asked you where you were in your career because I kind of wanted to see like, how do you deal with this persona? Like, you know, when you're an artist, it's weird. There's no doubt. Like yeah. there are people that know you uh, and you will never know them. How do you deal with that? Even though you are just starting out, there's no denying that you you do have a loyal fan base. I mean, you you tweeted Thanks, one thing yeah. about us and we got like 12 new it, like Twitter followers in like an oh, hour. Yeah. We oh, have yeah. people that are, Dang. you know, signed and they don't even do those numbers for us. So I was like, this guy, you know, he's clearly onto something. Um, so I'm just curious, like, how do you genuinely deal with that? Especially, you know, you work with kids too. Like that's something that was hard for me. Like I'm out here talking about yeah. something weed on a podcast and then I have to go teach middle school. Like definitely t- t- tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, I, this is a good point. Like there's, that's, that's a great point. Sometimes I, I used to worry about like, what if I do this in my music and then the people who know me from here think of that this way or then yeah. the people from there, like whether it's my kids or like my family or like, my friends, or, like whatever. It's just like, I, I would think a lot about how I would be like perceived and stuff. And I think just kind of like, eventually I just stopped caring about that kind of stuff, um, which is hard. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, even for me, it's like, I was making music as a high school teacher, full on high school teacher, like was planning lessons every day, teaching kids every day. And it's like, I did that for two years while I was putting out music and I never really talked about it. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm a teacher who makes music. Like, just like, wasn't something I really talked about. Yeah. But it wasn't something I was like hiding. It just like, I don't know. I never really thought about it. But as soon as I started talking about it, people really resonated with it. So I was just kind of like, whoa, like people care if I just like tell them interesting things that are different <laughs> about my life, you know, which is like, yeah, uh, you know, it's like, I can't believe I didn't really think about it. I know. But, and it's um, such a big part of yeah. your identity too. Like that is a yeah. huge part of any creative's identity and to like not be able to showcase it, even though there's really no one keeping you back, you're kind of just doing it to yourself is, is a weird yeah. thing. I think one thing that helps too, though, is like, and and I actually think it's like super sick when artists have like entire personas that are like created and like built off this like imagined fantasy world kind of stuff. That stuff is fire, but it's like my stuff isn't really like that. It's like kind of personal and yeah. it just kind of feels like me. So it's easier for me to just kind of be the same person all the time. You know, I don't, it's not like Lady Gaga where like I have like cost like costumes and like eras and stuff. Where it's like I feel like I do have like eras in my music, but I don't have like just I don't have to like become a different character like David Bowie or something. You know, it's like yeah. that. That's never really been how I did it. I just kind of am me. Maybe one day I'll do that, but up to this point, it's like I've just kind of been able to be myself, which makes that part a lot easier. Although there is always like some overlap, you know, and it's like. You know, my students asking me if I smoke weed and then being like, damn, like, did I say something in one of my songs? Like, I can't even lie, you know? But it's just like, you know, like, yeah, I just try to keep it, like, authentic. And not yeah. even for, like, that's just, like, the kind of music I've seen resonate, which helps. It's also the kind of music that I like to make, which helps. So it's, like, kind of a win-win, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like it also kind of just comes with you as you mature, just as a human, as, a, as for like sure. an adult. <laughs> A thousand percent. Like yeah. what you said, like, you know, your 23 year old self would be made that you, or be mad that you hadn't made it. I feel the same way. Like, you know, starting yeah. thing when I was like 18, my very first thing, I was working with Demi Lovato and Rob Gronkowski. And when I would have to, when they would send me to like a sprint store, I'd be pissed and like was so just egotistical about the whole thing. But as you grow, yeah, you know, you realize one, where the opportunity actually lays and there's so much difference between looking cool and actually you know doing something that's gonna 
succeed and and mm-hmm. grow whatever you're working on. Ten thousand percent, man. So let's talk about your music. <laughs> we covered Shy Homie, which yeah. honestly is insane, dude. That is such a good track. Thank like, you. That ass. I, I love being able to talk to an artist when I actually like genuinely love their music. That I think that made my Thank Spotify. You, man. That. That's crazy because that came out. Yeah, it was a late, so yeah, it was a late release. You put in some serious work to get that in Spotify rap. That's I was, I, I, I was showing really everyone that song. That. Of course, of course. Thank you, man. I, I'm really glad because, like, that was. I don't want to say it was like a departure because, in a weird way, like I started like when I first started making music. Like, I was always trying to like put a lot of like rock influence and punk influence to it because I grew up listening to like. I mean, I, I've been listening to hip hop since I was a kid, and I was kind of like, but entrance music but um like i grew up listening to like a lot of green day and the ramones and that kind of stuff and it's mm-hmm. just like i had never found a way to like kind of make it uh seamlessly fit together like those like influences it always felt like damn this is a rap song and he just like put guitars on it or like damn this is a rock song like why is why did he fit that rapper song? that shouldn't have been there but um that was the first time i feel like i was like all right no i think this like kind of makes sense um so i was really happy when i made that because i was like this is kind of like what i wanted to make for a long time yeah that means a lot that people really like it oh of course have you honestly when i hear that song i think it's perfect for sync have you tried to get that (laughs) synced anywhere um i i haven't i haven't done uh anything like that like i haven't personally tried i would love to i think it makes a lot of sense people tell me that a lot like um just like oh this feels like it's like in a netflix movie or like yeah. I, or just uh, like my, my writing can be kind of like specific so i think that like if you found the right spot for it it would like really make a lot of sense i haven't had um any like same conversations but it's not something that that's obviously something that i would want to do i mean everybody would want to do that we gotta get you a publishing uh, deal i was just saying like sync sync stuff you know the song could come out yesterday and then get synced um it could not even be out and get synced it could be 10 years old and get synced so um the good news is like you know as soon as someone needs like a really shy song for a for a, for a netflix series like it's, it's just gonna be right there you know <laughs> the, lim- the shy homie limited series yeah i need it that would be uh, kind of fire so speaking of publishing deal let, let's talk about mm-hmm. like what are what are some of your goals in terms of like uh, what are your goals for your next steps like where where do you think your next steps are um i like I, I really want to take stuff on tour. Mm-hmm. I think is really like my my goal. And so I mean, like realistically, for an artist like where I'm at, like that probably means opening people's New York shows, like at bigger venues than the ones I've been playing in New York, which would be sick. Like so, you know, like X, Y, or Z comes in and plays a show in New York. Like um, the local act is there. But then even better than that would just be like doing a couple tour dates for an artist like on that level. You know, like a Northeast tour. Like I went to school yeah. in Philly, so like. You know, I could do a Philly, I could do a Philly show, do a Boston show, you know, whatever. Um, and just try, kind of getting in front of like new audiences. I love doing stuff like that. It reminds me of teaching because it's like you have like a room of like 150 people who just don't give a fuck, you know, which is kind of like yeah. having a room of 25, 15 year olds who don't give a fuck about math. So <laughs> it's like kind of the same thing. And you have to like be as engaging as you can. I like the challenge and like, it brings out a part of my personality that I think I, I found in like teaching or I used to have this job on campus in college where I would like hand out the school newspaper and it was free, but like, obviously nobody wanted it. So I have to be like very like assertive and like funny about handing it out to like get them handed out. 
And so all three of those things were like kind of the same thing to me. It was like being on stage, it's like a new artist. Um, so I really want to just like get out in front of artists or in front of fans and do that kind of stuff. Um, I want to be pretty consistent with releasing stuff. Like I did an EP last year, um, pastimes, and like I want to, what I'm probably going to do is start this year. Don't hold it to me if I don't end up doing this, but this is 75% what's going to happen. It's like re purpose that as a full project with a couple mm-hmm. new songs um and then i already have like 60 70 percent of the next project uh which i'm really excited about and um that should probably come out this year too or 2022 also so and then i want to really take visuals to the next level and just like kind of build my own kind of like world with it so okay. just kind of feel like i try that every time and i get a little closer to it so I want to get even closer than last yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, those are those are very, very realistic. I think touring is yeah. something, I, I, you know, so have you had a, a tour yet? I'm surprised you haven't. I haven't. I've played, like, uh, I've played shows in Philly mm-hmm. um, just because I went to school there. So, like, I, I've come back and played, I think, two shows since I graduated in Philly. And I've played a bunch of shows in New York, probably, like, probably 20 or more. Um, hmm. And so... And I haven't played outside of New York or Philly that I um, might be forgetting something. I played one upstate New York show once. It was like, I didn't even have music out on Spotify. So in terms of like stuff that I've done since like, I've been like releasing as Haji Gaviota or whatever. Then it's like, yeah, like I've really just played in New York. Um, so fingers crossed working on some like kind of like bi-coastal little New York, little LA show oh, yeah. for the spring. Hopefully that comes through. I don't want to jinx anything. Um, Love to play some college shows maybe in the in the spring too. I know it's like kind of been on the table. Yeah. Um. Nothing. Nothing like locked in or anything, but that would be sick. Um. So all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I I never really played outside New York too much, so getting a chance to bring a little New York to everywhere else would be great. <laughs> well, hey, the the company that owns music you're missing or that like own that whatever the fuck you call it co-owns us. They have like. <laughs> 30 venues across new england um so they're getting into artist oh. booking soon so you know i will put in a good word for you well, i mean yeah that's what i'm talking about you know, <laughs> a little, yeah that's what i'm talking about the good, well the good thing about a, a boston market too like kind of what you said is we're we're all colleges there's so many colleges yeah, their food is their food is not bad it's a good like quick dinner yeah no that too are you talking about boston market the restaurant <laughs> i was just seeing if i was gonna fly if i said that, that was funny. <laughs> I was, that's hilarious um it's dude you know what's funny is i actually there was only one of those near me is that wait is that you know that is that a new england, uh, new york thing too what boston market yeah we have one in uh trying to think where i've eaten boston market before we definitely have one in queens oh no shit i thought it was kind like of a, by me I thought it was what I don't even know what you call it, like one of those chains where there's like three of them. I didn't realize it was. Uh... There's definitely like, there's one in Philly too that I could think oh, of. Oh shit! And I feel like there's one that I've eaten at that I'm like forgetting about from somewhere in my life. Oh, there's one by my high school that I work at in the Bronx. So I, I can tell you at least like three bus markets that I know. Wow, just in New York. So yeah, <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> it's is out there. Shout out Boston, putting yeah. us on the fucking yeah. map. Um, let's go wicked but uh the the thing about like the actual you know boston concert market if you will is there's so many colleges there so i know you had said like you know you're playing to a bunch of people that don't care these people genuinely do care and they do care i love college shows 
Yeah, like it's, it's, it's so cool, cool for me because I have experience as a college booker. So it's like yeah. we used to book shows that it was like the understanding was that people wouldn't know the artists, but they trusted us to just pick artists they would like. So like my senior year, which was like 2016-17, like we booked a but like it's it's a humble, it's a flex when I name who we booked. It was like Daniel Caesar, Damn. like Kevin Abstract from Brockhampton um geek like all these dudes who are like mad successful now sales also um Dude, so talk about like, having a good ear yeah but people had no idea like yo literally like there were like 60 people at the kevin show and it was, no like, way. It was like literally a year later like the saturation stuff happened we just wanted to be like hey look you should have listened to us like we're yeah. trying to show you you know um so i know those kinds of kids because i was one of those kinds of kids so it's like sick when they reach out i always feel like i'm doing something right um Definitely. So that's definitely something that's on my radar for like stuff I would want to do in the future. That's kind of like the perfect place because that was even what gave me the inspiration. Like seeing all those artists come through and like do those shows at that stage in their career. I was like, damn, this is like a real operation. Like this is like oh, yeah. a realistic thing for these kids who I found on the internet when they were in high school putting out music. It's like, look at them. Now they're touring. It's like, it's like you take these steps and you can do it. And it was like, when I saw that, it gave me the push to like really try my own stuff. So. Do you think your experience like booking in college has helped with your career now? Definitely. A hundred percent. I got to just see like all the realistic like things that go into like playing a show, how many people you, you bring. Like there was even like, we made a huge mistake at the sales show. And it's why like, I almost like, <laughs> I don't really talk about booking sales. It wasn't like our committee's fault. Cause so there was a separate committee that was like kind of in charge of like the stage stuff um because it was a part of our big spring fling and so the spring fling had their own committee and we just booked one of the stages and they told us they didn't have a drum set and they totally had a drum set yeah so sales had to bring a drum set and then got there and they were like yo why did we just pay mad money to bring this drum set to find a fucking drum set on the stage and it's like well at that point i was like Who cares but then now i'm like oh my god you know how much extra money that probably costs like that yeah. like, completely blew that entire gig for them so i was like i feel really bad if somehow anyone involved in sales is like watching this interview <laughs> i apologize um you can blame it i can tell you exactly which students to blame that on if you'd like to know um and i'll take a little bit of the blame myself but yeah like i i got to see so much like you know who's touring with like an artist when they tour like how much goes into setting up the show like what time they have to get there before the show and like it's just a lot man there's mm -hmm. a lot going on so i really got to see a lot of hands-on stuff that most artists wouldn't see until they were doing it and then yeah. would have to worry about playing their first show at the same time, worrying about like, what do I bring? Like, what do I, you know, like, it's just like having that little extra experience definitely helped a lot. I think. Yeah, no, that's a, that's wonderful experience. And like having a, having a yeah. little artist rider wherever. Yeah. And literally just giving artists money. Like at the end of the day, like <laughs> we were just taking students wish money and just like giving it to the artists that I listened to that I would find on like, Kanye to the and stuff it's like it was wild like when you think about it it was like this is the greatest job ever I'll do that for the rest of my life no I feel you on no. it's crazy. I look back to when I was like 18 and I'm like writing a $250,000 check to like a huge artist and I'm like I'm 18 Nuts. I'm making $11 an hour for this right now I have yet to do anything yeah, I didn't like even get that. paid, cool. <laughs> <laughs> get paid. I was doing it for free but like who cares I would still do it you know those experiences definitely uh help you um kind of know the the way the world goes like especially backstage sure. it's so fucking ego driven and to know how it works back there when you actually get that opportunity is a, a step up for sure definitely it's been super helpful for me 
All right. So just a, a few more questions. And th- so these are something I'm going to ask specifically to the artists that are calling in, in my basement. Um, just cause I, I do want to talk a little bit more about like the career. Like, what do you think, what do you think that is the biggest thing holding you back as an independent artist? Uh, money probably. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's just like the money that I spend on my music is the money that I make doing music, which is not a lot. Plus like the money that I make working a second job and then yep. working a second job is like, taking time away from being more creative, making more music or whatever. Right. So it's like, just, um, you know, if I, if I had more money and income from music, I would be able to spend it. It's funny. Like, it's almost like my, like the need for me to improve my visuals and my art side and my mixing mastering side and like all these things that like would cost a lot more money. Like the cost has increased a lot faster than the amount of money that I've made from my music. Despite yeah. the fact that that's increased, like they're like this, you know, <laughs> not to be like a math teacher or anything, but like, they're <laughs> just like, they're not really moving uh, parallel. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> so a, that's like, a valid point. Like, no, it's kind of unfortunate. It just makes you have to be scrappy and like, think about how you want to make money, you know, like where you're going to spend money. And then it sucks. Cause like, I like paying my friends. So it's like, when you know like it just it 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 gets hard trying to figure out how to split all that um and you know there's a lot of like alternative ways of funding and stuff that i'm going to think about just for or i mean i would even i'm not like opposed to like a traditional kind of label deal it's just Mm going to kind of take things as they come um i'm not like impressing me like i can't like not release stuff you know so it's nice so it's like i can i can kind of do things but you know to scale things to where i want them to be like just like you know, I'm not to get creative, but you know, that's kind of part of the job too. And it's yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that um, definitely I would say that definitely. Impact. Yeah. And just like marketing stuff in general, which also, you know, you can just spend a lot of money and that would probably work too. But um, I'm <laughs> pushing, sucks. I'm pushing. Yeah, true. But I, I'm like pushing my own, um, you know, limits on like what I can do marketing wise. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure I can, there's so many things that I've left untapped. So I'm just going to keep, trying new stuff and see what works you know yeah do you um and you don't have to answer this but like do you do you ever want to invest money in advertising or is that not something that you're kind of looking at right now? yeah i mean i have i've done like smaller instagram stuff um i've done a little youtube stuff which is normal um i haven't done anything too crazy like i've never like i actually tried i paid a tiktoker like once it didn't really work so i was like all right i'll probably just try to post on tiktok myself um so I've done like a little bit of that. I haven't done a crazy amount um, just because it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot, which is fine. Like most yeah. things are a crapshoot. So it's well, not really that. <laughs> from my experiences with like paid advertising, yeah. if you're, if you're talking about like any traditional means, like, you know, a Facebook ad and Google ad or whatever, it, it's really yeah. not gonna, it, it's, if someone sees you and they, even if they like your song, are they going to actually click on you and then save it? Or are you just getting one stream from that money? Whereas like, where can you get a, a bigger uh, return on your investment? There's so many other ways that I think are a bit more strategic, whether that be like the playlisting sites or uh, like you mm-hmm. said, that paying a TikToker, here's a hack. Uh, if you DM a TikToker and you use the word collaborate instead of like, what do you charge? Chances are they're just going to do it yeah. for free as long as you share it. Like you definitely have to get creative with it, but the traditional means of advertising, I don't think are, you know, the most uh, beneficial for an artist. No, for sure. Um, yeah, they don't. I'm kind of anti on the paying for playlist stuff after a certain level. 
I think like you can uh, there's like reputable companies like Playlist Push and like I mean Submit Hub kind of but like Submit Hub is like masochism it's like it's kind of like being like a yeah it's like paying someone to make fun of you which is cool I mean some <laughs> people are like into that as a, as a kink so wait like, are people really bad are fire. people really that rude on it they're not like super rude but it's just kind of like it's almost like it's like paying to like have the um the we're not getting a second date text yeah that's like nice but no you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. it's like you read it if you really read the like we're not getting a second date text a lot of times it's like you'd be like that's not even true or like but whatever but you know someone's just kind of thinking of they can't really explain why they don't want it but they just have to say it you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of what submit hub is um you can submit like a song that's going to end up getting five million streams and it's going to have like a 80 percent decline rate just because the submit hub that's just the platform but i think like you can do that stuff like to a certain extent if it helps you get into like algorithmic stuff or gets you discovered get, get on like fresh finds or something like that yeah. i think once you hit that level you should stop paying for playlists because it's Definitely. either like it's gonna work or it's not and it doesn't like you might think it looks bad to have like under a thousand plays on a song but if you like don't have any previous plays on a song like to an to a label or to like a manager they don't give a fuck they don't care like literally that only looks cool to your friends and like you don't have to prove yeah. your friends anything you know what i mean so it's yeah, like 100%. that stuff is like kind of like you can go around that just by like submitting to like the right blogs or like you know at the end of the day there's like a and r's are paid to find you like you can put yourself out there for them obviously that's a part of the job too on your end but like you should not you should never be paying too much to be discovered because it's like their job is to find you and like they're good at it for the most part so it's like you just got to find yourself in the right pool and then if they like it they'll reach out to you so any a&r is like charging you money just to like get advice it's like that's not really what an a&r does no they're just trying to get an extra even if they give you advice it's like they are trying to take your money either way even if that advice is useful it's like what the fuck i promise you you can find that advice for free like yeah oh absolutely hard enough yeah so it's like and just like look in the right places and be nice to people and like ask them like dude well i think that's something you do a really great job at is you i feel like you're everywhere and you're connected with every time i come across someone new you're connected with them somehow or they have mentioned you somehow i feel like you've done a really great job at that um i think a big part of that has just been like i love i'm a music nerd so it's like I just love listening to new music all the time and saving it and like going back and like finding out more about the artists and stuff. Cause I literally was just on like internet forums doing that like my whole life. So it's like, now that I'm a musician, like it's a little easier for me to just have like a playlist where I just save songs that I like. And it's just like, if I like it, like I just put it there and then I tell the artist like, yo, this is fire. You know, I don't hit, I don't like, sometimes I end up working with people, but it's like, I never hit someone up like, Oh, like I, I send me a verse or like whatever. It's just like, yo, like I just think this is cool. Like I yeah. think this shit is sick. Like you know, and that's it. Like no expectations. Like you know, nothing. You know, I just like and in doing that, I've met so many cool people on the internet. And like honestly, like ninety nine percent of the artists I've interacted with have been like really cool. So it's just like, you know, it's nice. It's just like being in the little world. You know, just you know, doing it because it's just like music is sick. I just fucking love it. <laughs> So, yeah, that's, like, definitely been really, like, the the way, like, you know, and, and just, like, I check my DM requests. Like, I answer them unless they're, like, they'd have to be, like, really, really, really out of pocket for me to, like, not answer them. 
I even reply to like scammers just because it's funny sometimes. You know? it, sometimes it is. But yeah, um, it's just like, you know, somebody gives me up for advice. Like, yeah, hell yeah. What's up? That's cool. I can't believe you thought I was going to be someone trustworthy. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I might as well try, you know? Like, yeah, no, I, I feel that completely. It, it's like you know, an honor because yeah, like, it's hard for me at least to even view myself as someone who is worthy of giving advice. And I feel like that's kind of what exactly. you're saying. I feel the same it's way. an honor yeah, in itself exactly that you're asking. Exactly. Um, exactly. So that being said, wrapping it up, I want to talk to you finally about this mm-hmm. track, Put the L in Style. Dude, ah, another such a good one, man. And you know, it's Thank on TikTok you. too. So wh- when are we getting the full I've been, I've been teasing it. I've been teasing it. Um, I, I think it'll come out in January or February. I, I can't say exactly when. Um, I like am still figuring out exactly what I'm going to do, but I've just been sharing it just to see, you know, what, what sticks. It's really my first time really sharing like unreleased music on TikTok and like trying. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, it's like, I just got to get it pretty much final mix stuff. Um, and then find some nice little cute little cover art, you know, maybe do a video. I don't know if I'm going to do a video. I haven't decided yet, but uh, just kind of like, I've been chilling because it's like, I'm kind of a workaholic. So it's like, yeah, know, man, I can year. tell. Like, you... I, 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 I got to chill. I can't just be like, you know, so it's like, if it forces it, it'll come out. But I, I think it'll be out in January or February. It's definitely going to be the next thing I release. So. Word. Well, yeah. I'm super stoked for um, it. We'll definitely have you on the show when we're back in studio as well. Um, of course. Hell we'll yeah. Uh, but dude, thank you so much for calling in. This was so nice to chat with you. Seriously, of course. Thanks for having me. Like anytime. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked. And whenever you are in Boston, we will absolutely connect. I like I I also have a bunch of dope Boston artists I can send you because like I Yo, for some definitely. reason know a bunch of artists in Massachusetts. Like so, I can definitely send you too. Yeah, no, of course. Um, I should be playing there at some point this year. Honestly, it would not surprise me at all. So we'll be there. All right, right, let's get it. Peace out. Take care. Great talking, man. You too. What a wonderful conversation that we just had with Haji Gaviota. Make sure you go check him out on all social media platforms at Haji Gaviota. The link will be tagged in the episode description wherever you are listening to this. If you haven't listened to his music already, head over to the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist because a bunch of his tracks are streaming right now on the playlist. Thanks again to the Bridge app for sponsoring this episode. For real, if you're an independent artist and you're really looking to build your collaborative network, definitely look into Bridge. Head over to their Instagram. It's at Bridge app. Bridge is spelled with two eyes, so that you can be updated when they do roll out the beta version of their app. All right. Well, that's all for me. Hopefully you liked this kind of unique episode of Music You're Missing. There's going to be a few more rolling out within the month. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening and go follow Music You're Missing on everything. Bye.